Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and everything in between to this week's episode of the Raven Gaming Podcast. Episode 13, here uploaded for you. Unlucky for some, lucky for others. Let's see how it goes. Now, this week's a bit different because we don't have our normal host and compatriot, a deity. He's taking a bit of time off. Personal he has to go reasons. elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he um, <laughs> He's got MMO stuff to deal with. Top secret. Hush, hush. Yeah, lots of big, big raids. <laughs> so this week, you have me as your illustrious host, Guilty Grey. I hope my dulcet tones are enough for you. Joining me this week is my esteemed colleague, King Costi. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, uh, I, I, I like to be steamed as opposed to poached. Um, <laughs> pleasure to be here. <laughs> Is that when you electro- electronically steam something? It, you steam. Yeah, you steamed. Um, <laughs> Trust me, Costi, uh, no one's going to poach you. <laughs> that is, yeah, least likely to be headhunted of anyone in this room. Um, and my long-suffering, long-living, unfortunately... Acquaintance G.I. Jose is here too. Definitely suffering. Jesus. Definitely suffering. <laughs> hey, hello, Jose. Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Okay, so let's get down to it. context for tonight we've got some things to discuss we've got the ps5 and the xbox series x reviews we've got some rumors coming out of some places we have a look into films based on games and whether they're going to be any good and then of course we've got our star topic this week's star topic is the best game that you've never played which would be quite an interesting one to discuss but we'll start off with the ps5 review costi take it away indeed so this week we had the ps5 reviews come out been a long embargo or at least it's uh to be fair for me it's not like a long embargo i've been <laughs> wanting to see a lot more stuff come out and everything that's come out i think is has been good the review that is kind of going around is an eight out of ten everyone's kind of raving about the controller uh the load times do seem to be as fast as we thought last week when we saw that first um clip come out but then obviously i mean we'll probably talk about it a bit when we get to the xbox with the comparison at times it looks like the ssd does load faster but why there's difference in loadings not too sure to be fair it's a massive improvement on the current generation as it is um obviously the look of it is is probably going to be the most divisive thing uh with the white obviously we've seen a, a couple of like cease and assist come out this week with uh, playstation not wanting people to do third party plates so i'm assuming playstation are going to start announcing a line of plates very soon so people can change their white console to a black console which i think will be the uh the go-to um or yeah, red, I mean, <laughs> or pink, or red, or, or blue, or, or whatever you would rainbows. like. I guess the thing coming out of it that would be the biggest thing, um, or the thing that's kind of caught me by surprise, is the pad. Everyone is kind of going on about how great it is. And um, for example, today there was a state of play, and they did the uh, the Demon Souls um, trailer where they showed uh, a bit more gameplay. About twelve minutes, kind of showed off a few more worlds. Obviously, showing off the power of the PS5, and they're kind of talking through how the control works and. The rumbling that kind of moves left to right, then also the fact that when you're aiming your bow, once you pull the trigger, the right trigger tightens as if like to kind of try and simulate a bow. Uh, just just different stuff like that. Even the fact of like driving, shooting a gun, you pull the trigger, the gun, the the controller apparently vibrates in a realistic manner. It's 
I guess it's it's further ahead or, or not something that I necessarily ever thought of. You know, most of the time you play computer, it's just you do something, you control rumbles, and you're like, oh, yeah, that feels realistic. But I guess uh, once we have this in our hands, so to speak, we'll have a better idea of what everyone is talking about. Me and Dina were talking about this just before came, we came on. Yeah. And yeah. it's the one thing that's kind of popped up that we're kind of uh, jealous about. Because we're, yeah. we're both getting the, the, the Series X um, and nothing really stands out with the PS5 except for the controller, the dual sense on there is just, I saw a breakdown of it um, and there's some clever stuff going on in there. But just worried on how long that's going to last. Yeah. That's, if it's that's drawable gonna, or not. It's going to break down eventually. I mean, I don't know if you remember the old PS pads when they used to lose the rumble and they used to kind of go clock, 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 clock in the yeah. control pad. You, you basically, if you, it's the kind of it's the same analogy I have with if I clip my ring mirror, I don't have to worry. If Joe clips his ring mirror, he has to shit a brick because it cost him a grand to replace it. <laughs> well, wouldn't <laughs> go that far. Like, yeah, cost if you a lot. drop if you drop your control pad, your PS5 pad, there's so much in it now that can break. And if it does break, is it going to completely ruin the, the sensation? But you know what? It's 70 quid for a control pad. Ain't that far off what they're paying now, to be honest. I mean, 50. Still, I don't I don't want to buy a PS5 out of the box and then literally drop my pad three days later and have to spend 70 quid on a brand new one mm. for it to feel the same. There was someone else out there that had noted that in a day they had to charge their control, their DualSense twice already so i think with the addition of those mm. trigger sensors it's obviously going to eat up the battery and if i remember correctly from the tear down the battery inside the ps5 control pad is smaller than the ps4 control pad mm. I, i'd seen somewhere where they put up a review that it was like i mean i guess it depends on how long you're playing per day somebody had put up that with an average of like four hours a day they had to charge it every two days okay i guess with with the charging i was gonna ask like do you dock your controllers you guys you have i don't charge it i dock it but it never charges I have, until i turn I have it a, i have a dock but i don't charge it i don't mm. okay i don't even dock it to be fair I just how many times thing. how many times have you charged your elite 2 since you purchased it dean five times well when when did you purchase it about four months ago three months ago wow. See, i got it on release which is uh, probably a year ago now, or maybe less. Anyway, it started this year when it, the two came out. Yeah, I've charged it three times. I literally let it go dead, and then I charge it. Yeah, I've only ever seen the orange light on the front, which lets you know that it's running out of battery twice. And the only other, like one time, was literally like a week ago, and I mm. charged it for about. I, I didn't even charge it; I just plugged it in while playing. And it's been fine since. That was about a week ago, two weeks ago. You went old school. I sometimes I prefer it. To be honest <laughs> with you, sometimes the feedback is better. Um, yeah, don't mind the uh, the, the plugins. I, I think that yeah, I like that response is quite good. So, Cosi, anything else on the PS5? Um, no, not necessarily on the view. Just to kind of uh, touch again on the the Demon Souls thing. What they did went through. They kind of showed um, a couple of the archstones. Uh, once again, sort of like touching on the controller, how that works with in-game. They spoke about the fact of how they real built the game up using what they called a legacy mode. So basically, the framework is essentially everything from the original, but they did new animations, but the animations had to fit 
in time with the old frameworks, essentially. Sounded quite interesting. When you look at the game, it, it's ju it just looks beautiful and it runs very smooth. It'd be interesting once kind of get your hands on it. I think the one thing that I kind of see every time I, I, I see something for it is that you can see the fingerprints of like Dark Souls and Bloodborne and those kind of games in there. So it's gonna, just going to be interesting to see where it all started. Yeah, that's, that's everything okay. on the PlayStation. I do agree. I think Demon's Souls, I think the graphical style is more along akin to Bloodborne than it, I would say, to Dark Souls. Even though it's a Souls game and Bloodborne's not really, it's so much better looking than Dark Souls. Like, there's never been a Dark Souls game that looks anywhere near as good as that Demon's Souls looks. It looks amazing. Ooh. And I forgot the most important thing. They showed the character creator. Like, I, I don't... Oh, that is... Uh, that's 45 minutes to an hour of my life just taken away trying to <laughs> make the perfect Demon Slayer. I'm just... I don't know about... Dean, do you understand what I mean? Like, whenever you play... Uh, maybe Dark Souls character creator sucks, but this character creator actually looks pretty decent. I'm like, okay, this is going to be... Uh, when they saw it's you mentioning the first hour of it, I did see you mentioning you had to wipe your phone down after you watched it. So I was a bit worried. <laughs> about that, <but> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get where you're coming from. Um, <laughs> I do want to add real quick for the PS5 uh, for people that are worried about backwards compatibility with PS4 games. I did see a video from Digital Foundry. If you guys haven't heard of them, I don't know where you've been because they've got over a million subscribers now really good channel they're like really in-depth uh reviews they did one for the Costly they've, been testing out, they've been testing out a lot of the backwards compatibility <laughs> games and a lot of yeah. them they do run off the bat um and they run really well like locked 60 frames no drops no nothing it does run at a lower resolution than the series x um, I think some of them run at like 1440p, um, yeah, but it's, the there's no dips whatsoever. It's locked at 60 frames. It's crazy. Mm. Um, I don't think PlayStation have done a lot of backwards compa compatibility testing um, compared to Microsoft. But yeah, off the bat, you, I, I, guys that are worried about backwards compa compatibility, I don't think they're going to have to be worried about that. But it looks good. I saw something of them, them covering that as well, and it kind of looked like the only games that weren't backwards compatible were like um, the ones he showed were like Pro Evolution 20 or NBA 2K20, and part of me thought, well, yeah, they're not going to be backwards compatible because the 2021 ones are going to be the first ones on next-gen, and yeah. they're not mm. going to put their old one no, on next-gen. they'll be cross-gen. Watch, watch. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be cross-gen. Of course they'll be cross-gen. They, they always are with those. those uh, any annual game. I the was first thinking, year actually, is always the one. Yeah. The only time they, I remember a company not doing that was Ubisoft with Assassin's Creed when they did Rogue on the old console and they did Unity on the new console. But Yeah, and then Unity was fucked yeah. and didn't work. So. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the PS. Next up, we had the Xbox Series X review. Let me pass it over to Jose for that. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> alongside the PS5, there was a Series X review uh, a week or so ago, um, which also got an 8 out of 10. Yay! Yay! Um, I think, <laughs> Diplomacy rules. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, to be honest, this console's been out and about for months and months and months now, so we all knew what kind of rating it would have got and things like that compared to the PS, where it's just been so quiet. Um, yeah, 8 out of 10. It's a bit odd. I quite like it, but they're rating it on, you know, it's a powerful, powerful machine. 
but there's just no next-gen games to go with it. Yeah, um, I think that's what brought it down. And a lot of reviewers online are basically saying the same thing. You know, it's a powerful box, but nothing to play on it, um, which I think is a bit wrong to say there's nothing to play on it because their backwards compatibility library is immense um, and they're all tested and tried and updated as much as possible. Um, Style-wise, compared to the PS, it's, it's, you know, it's basic. It's a tower. Um, it's designed around the cooling. <laughs> yeah. it, it looks nice, though. You know what? I like it. Don't get me wrong. The PlayStation tried to be eccentric, and sometimes that works. Like, like for me, the PS4 was probably the best they've, they've done in design. But, yeah. Mm. The, the Xbox Series X looks really nice, actually. Yeah, I so like they, that great they, on the top. They've, they've done the design. Uh, based around the cooling um, of a massive fan, like 130 mil fan. Um, it doesn't stand out, which I like. Everything It's going to sit nicely with what I have. It's not going to stand out like a sore thumb or anything like that. So I quite like the design of this one, to be honest. Um, I've got no you know, problems with the heating issues. The, 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 the 1X that I've got doesn't even... I mean, it gets hot, but all consoles get hot that's the whole point um but yeah there's loads going for it lots of power up there the uh, it's the first time that you can set up the console through the xbox phone app as well so that's quite futuristic so to speak um i'll be trying it out i guess just be straightforward also with the games you just have an external ssd or external hard drive to be honest and then just plug it into your next console. Um, so it'll just work straight off the bat. Uh, it does have display support as well for like up to 120 frames per second. So I'm not sure the PS5 does that or not. Um, there's still a little bit of confusion on that end. Um, but I'm not worried. I don't have a screen or a monitor that handles 120. So. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So we've so got a game now. For PC gamers. we got a game now scrolling up to 6K as well. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. So and basically is output natively at 6K from console, but then down, so it's called super sampling, and then it's downgraded to 4K at 120 frames. So That's you're basically incredible. getting that 6K format within a 4K viewing. It just looks incredible. <laughs> Absolutely mad. It's it's mental. It's absolutely crazy. Here's a question for you both. Um, so obviously we've both you've both spoken about your respective um, main consoles and the reviews. Now the PS5 came in at an eight, same as the Xbox Series S. Now people were raving over the control pad for the PS5. If that control pad wasn't as good as it was, do you feel like it may have been scored lower than the Xbox Series X? I don't think so. No, because they, they reviewed them separately. Yeah, um, which was the thing. and you know what, eight, eight is a safe number. Yeah, it's great. It's seven good. is too good. low for something. Seven is good, not great. Eight is great. The Xbox nine Series is, S got a seven. Yeah, nine I was is say that, amazing. So I think everyone rating it and at an eight is just they're being safe. Yeah. Do you feel like if either of the consoles so? If PS5 had maybe um, gone all in and decided that one of its first-party exclusives was going to be 
only for the PS5 and it was at launch, do you feel like maybe it would have been higher? Depends. Depends what exclusive. Yeah. Well, say, for instance, Horizon Forbidden West, they said, was announced for day one of the PS5, only available Mm. on PS5, optimized for PS5, created for it, built around it. It probably would have probably would have gone up to a probably a nine because then it's something to show off the console. Yeah, fully, that's what I'm trying fully, to say. Show off. I feel like the reason they weren't scored any higher than an eight is because they can't physically show off what they can do. They're kind of being stunted by their own performance at the moment. Like Xbox was meant to have the um, Halo Infinite. If that had maybe been shipped at launch and it had been a next gen, so next gen console only game. It would be a killer app for Xbox. Maybe then they would have scored higher. Hmm. Okay. I like Joe saying, and, and you said eight's a good score. It's a safe score. And I think a lot of people are being safe in the way they're, they're scoring it. It's easy for them to, to review the PlayStation and pick one or two things that aren't perfect. And then also do the same thing with the Series X. You know, they can say Series X is a strong box, but it doesn't have any killer apps at the moment. Uh, PlayStation, it's a strong console. It's got a couple of its own launches, but we don't necessarily know about. I'm trying, what was the thing? I don't think they, they confirmed the, the external storage yet or something. Or they, well, it, they said it wasn't compatible yet. So there still are questions that we're waiting for. Yeah, it's not compatible. Well. Yeah. I think that's the thing that kind of it is. I think eight is safe. If they would have come in at seven, people would have been telling them that they're all wrong. If they would have come in at nine, it's too high because there's no. That's the dilemma of being a critic. If you're going to be a reviewer or a critic, that's your dilemma. You, but at the end of the day, they need to still be, they need to be honest and open. Yeah, but they're both they're both both consoles are sitting and doing the same thing. They're both coming out. They don't have you know, groundbreaking next-gen games on launch day. Yeah. Like the PlayStation's got, you know, Mars Morales, I guess, but then that's out on the PS4. So it's not... Yeah, but the only thing is really... Exclusive, you know. Consoles, that's, that's about it at the moment. But then that's a remake. I think you know, it's just the, it's the line-up as well. What's been, the score what's is the score, and I think it's in line with where, where they're sitting at. So. Yeah. yeah, I think the scores are pretty good. Um, I think we can round up our review section there. Yeah. Uh, next section we're going to touch on was going to be rumours. Costia, here there's been a few. Did you know that Akala's my favourite UK rapper? Do you know why? Why? Because it's not a rumour, blood. Anyhow. Um, <laughs> Such a <time>. what? <laughs> Yeah, so this week, uh, this week we had some rumors come through. Um, rumors, rumors. <laughs> uh, the the first one is is more. I think it's just people digging. There was like a Q and A on Reddit with somebody who worked at Bethesda, and they were wearing a T shirt, and the T shirt had a logo in it, and the logo on the T shirt was the same as the logo in some leaked pictures from last year, which confirms that the leaked pictures were in fact leaked pictures of staff. Illuminati. Yeah. <laughs> That that was that was essential. That's that's that news there. Um, I love then, how gamers can read into anything. <laughs> it, it was well played on their part. I like the fact that he was turned sideways and you can't actually see the whole logo. But somebody yeah. managed to like use a three D mapping to map his arm and spin it uh, ninety degrees so that you could see the full logo. And then they were able to. They used the same amount of brain power to get laid. Everyone, the world would be a better place, wouldn't it? <laughs> be a smarter place. It would uh, be a smarter place. Most definitely. Uh, uh, next, we had uh, From Software just came out and thanked fans for their constant support for Elden Ring. Um, nothing, nothing new, just them thanking. The thing that kind of stuck out to me, uh, which kind of links into a lot of other rumors I've heard recently, is we have the Game Awards coming up in December. Now, last year in the Game Awards, Xbox obviously announced the Series X, and there's news that there's going to be 
big announcements this year. I'm thinking the fact that they've decided to come out and say something now without any need to, maybe we can expect to see something at Game Awards. People have also said that we can expect to see a Silent Hill demo, um, which kind of ties into the fact that we've heard that Konami have kind of nixed the fact that people can't play the Silent Hill PT demo on the PS5. Um, Mm. Also, there was some news from Bethesda possibly announcing something, um, possibly PlayStation announcing something, something to do um, with Konami, but that could be Silent Hill. That could be the Metal Gear remake that we heard rumors of um, a couple months ago. So yeah, just just a, a lot of things flying around at the moment, I guess. And what do you lot think? Do you think we can expect to see some uh, interesting stuff at the Game Awards? And what would you like to see, if anything at all? I'd like to see a Silent Hill announcement. I wouldn't like to see a Silent Hill announcement if it's PlayStation only. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to see something. I love Silent Hill. I'm a massive fan from back in the day. Always loved it. Always one of my favorite games. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd just... I'd like to see it come back in a good form. And I think the fact that it never came back after PT was a massive shame. So if they could carry on that one, I'd be very happy. We've also, with Bethesda, I mean, you guys, I guess primarily Xbox, uh, are you excited about the new games? If they did announce Starfield, uh, would that be something you announced for? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know, to be honest with you. We don't know enough about Starfield. There's a lot of hype around it, but no one really knows what the fuck it is. Mm. So it's quite surprising that there is so much hype around it. Um, it's been in the works for a long time. It's it's one of those things that's always been kind of, this is going to be the next big thing. This is going to be the next big thing. But it's just Wasn't never James really talking about that game for a while? Yeah. I mean, that last of... year he was talking about it. No, that's Star Citizen. <coughs> that's the one. Oh, yeah, there we go. Star something. Star something, I don't know if I can still say, isn't it? Star, isn't it? <laughs> it's fucking nerds, isn't it? Starburst. Yeah, that's, that's the... <laughs> The Opal Fruit remake. Opal Fruits. Oh, no, that's not the same. (laughs) There's no Opal in these fruits. Um, But yeah, no, I think that hopefully we'll see some good stuff at the Game Awards. Hopefully it'll be a lot of next-gen-centric stuff. Mm. That's what I'm hoping for. But other than that, I ain't really... I'm not holding my breath on anything. So does that wrap up our rumours? That's the end of the rumours. Oh, there you go. There's a a jingle for you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the start of it's just like rumors. Um, <laughs> all right, so yeah, that's rumors broken down. Um, well, I suppose what we'll have to do is obviously make a video or um, obviously on our podcast after the Game Awards to kind of cover anything that comes on. Probably going to be a longer episode, maybe no star topic that week if it's going to be really, really big and just kind of smash out everything that we see, everything that we, we kind of imagine will be good. So, next topic, something a bit different for us, but. <laughs> If you listen, I'm going to have to break it to the listeners now. Guys, I'm sorry. Peek behind the curtain. Us alpha males here at Raven Gaming are actually massive nerds. And I know it's going to be a shocker for some of you. If you need to sit down. What are you doing? Wait, what? (laughs) Take a minute, guys. Sit down. um, Take a breather. Grab grab a cup of tea. Come on back. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be okay. But we are... Huge nerds. Um, we try not to be, <laughs> but it's natural. Um, and we have interests that, that go outside of the scope of just gaming. So this week we're going to talk about video game adaptations. Now there's been a few over the last, the course of the last say year and a half that have been hit or miss. Some that are really good, I'll, I'll kind of cover now. Some upcoming that we know about and some potentials in the future. And I just thought maybe just for a change, we'll kind of hit on these. Um, I'd like to get you two's opinion on which of these you've seen and what you think of if you have seen them. 
So ones that are already out and we know, Assassin's Creed came out not that long ago. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> Anyone see it? Assassin's Creed, the, the, the movie? Yes, with Michael Fassbender. Yeah, Fast, Fast Ass. That yeah, guy. Well, Fast Ass. That was, that was a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Or I didn't like, like it. That's yeah, my, like, that's yeah, my yeah. Year and a half. short end. Because yeah. if you didn't hear I about it, it was shit. No, I remember it, and I'm pretty sure I saw it. I just can't even... I'm pretty He's sure, sure though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was something Joe put on his black box. And, and, <laughs> and I, I watched it and just... <laughs> I feel like I feel like if I if I tell you, <laughs> I feel like if it I tell exist, you what the story is, Costi. Yeah, sorry. I feel like exist. if I was to if I was to explain the story of Assassin's Creed, at some point I would somehow confuse it with the story of Assassin's Creed, and all of a sudden Jake Gyllenhaal would be the star of the movie. And that's Prince that. of Persia. That's, that's, that's Prince yeah, of Persia. Yeah, I know exactly. That's exactly what I mean. Another. So we'll go back over all of the years then. So we've had Prince of Persia, not very good. Awesome. I like, no, I liked it. Oh, I, liked I liked it. I think Persia. it was, yeah. Okay, you have fair. you two have no class. Um, Assassin's Creed, <laughs> not very good. The Resident, <laughs> no, Evil, the Resident Evil franchise. Mm, you know yeah, what? They're all right. No, it's it's got, it, you know what? I don't know if it's going strong, but it <laughs> is still going. That's the thing about you know it. Like, it somebody's got to like those movies for the fact it's not, that they made it's nine fi- of them. It's, no, it's finished. It's done. It's officially listen, over. If you if you was just to watch it for what it is and not link it to a video game. It's not that bad. Ah, watch it for a terrible movie. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Am I correct in thinking that at some point, Resident Evil movies outnumbered Resident Evil games? Like at some point, there were more Resident Evil movies. I think so. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think I don't think numbered. If you do numbered installments of Resident Evil, yes, but actual Resident Evils, no, because there's a shit ton of Resident Evil games. There's a lot of Resident. There's like fifteen Resident Evil games. So in the recent future, I don't know if any of you watch Castlevania. Yeah, yeah, the cartoon no, right? on Netflix, absolutely amazing. Yeah. Watch it, amazing adaptation of of a video game classic. Doesn't take a lot of beats from the video game, but again, you know it's from a video game. It's Castlevania and everything. Um, I just finished watching Dragon's Dogma, which is on Netflix. I don't know if any of you knew that was out. Yeah, I saw that as well. It looks really mm. good. Based on I, the game, I played a bit of the game. Yeah, so it's not bad that. It's actually pretty decent. And obviously, I suppose the the big one that's kind of re-energized the whole thing of it is the witcher more based on the books but again everyone's who's coming to that is coming to it from the point of view because they like the games amazing series you both watch that i you know what i didn't get into that one i don't know what it was but i just said getting into it there's been a lot of praise and obviously since then the witcher 3 has had crazy amounts of gameplay since that has been released on netflix um it's really getting good. the attention yeah. that it deserves, to be honest, coming from the games, games-wise. And uh, Henry it's Cavill nice, it's nice to see something gamer. done properly. Henry yeah. Cavill is a confirmed gamer. He actually is a massive gamer, so it's good for him to be in that role. Yeah, he said he, he played through a couple of times, didn't he? I think it was... Yeah. Uh, I, I watched a couple of episodes of Witcher, and that was it. But part of me wants to go back and watch it, because like, like Joe's saying, how popular it is. Like, apparently, the first episode got like... 70 million views or something like that. Um, apparently, CD Projekt Red were, were hoping to get away from the Witcher games, but now they've signed a new deal with the the author of the books. So it kind of seems like they may actually be doing a new game as well, set in the Witcher universe because of there you go. how popular 
the show has been. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. it's now in the zeitgeist, which is it's absolutely crazy and well deserved because it's a good series based on good books, based on a good game or mm-hmm. game based on those same books. So, yeah, I think that'd be cool. Um, so, upcoming projects that we know are confirmed. We've seen the footage of or the picture of Tom Holland as Nathan Drake for Uncharted. Mm, Uncharted. And we've got confirmed Mark Wahlberg as Sully. What do you guys think? Oh, choice. I don't, I don't get that. But I'm, part of me is hoping it's one of those things where it's like a method acting. You know, like when you see, um, for some reason, the only person coming to, to mind is like Sean Penn in, uh, um, in Carlito's way, where like he shaves his head and he's got, he bleaches his hair and he dyes it orange and he just completely, you know, uh, like, mm. like Elephant Man, like for example, like it's going to come in there and you're going to be like, hey, I heard Mark Wahlberg's in this movie. Yeah, he's that guy. And you realise they just put like yeah. A load of I did you know what's it like? Thingy, he's playing penguin. He yeah, yeah Colin, Colin Farrell playing penguin. That's exactly what I was going to say. It doesn't look like him at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that'd be pretty good. I think Tom Holland's a great actor as well. So I have a feeling that. But listen, I don't, I don't know who you think um, should be playing Sully, but I know for sure who Nathan should be playing Fillion. Nathan Drake, and it should be Nathan Fillion. No, Listen, this is set before the games. This is when he's I younger. Don't and care. If there was one person, only one person to play Nathan Drake, it is Nathan Fillion. But that's he's his voice actor. His, his characteristics, even the way he looks, everything he's got down to a T. True. Like I'm sure he'll make a he'll make a, an appearance or something in it. It's like a an Easter egg or something. It's such a shame they missed it. And I, I don't understand why they but there's nothing. But there's nothing saying that in an upcoming movie, he can't be Nathan Drake. Hmm. This is this is a prequel to the games. He's young. Nathan Fillion is not a young man. You can't have someone Nathan Fillion's age playing young Nathan Drake. It won't work. We'll see. We'll see if it does well enough for them to do the next ones. It may be you interesting to see the Sully character then if it's a... It's, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to portray younger Sully. So I assume that obviously the age difference between Tom Holland and and Mark Wahlberg is substantial. Similar. Yeah. It's substantial <laughs> enough to be a similar to Nathan and uh, Sully. In I, the games. I don't know. I, Mark I honestly Wahlberg's don't another know. fucking I've, mistake. I've never played Uncharted, so I have no idea who these people are. <laughs> um, touching on the Resident Evil side of things, there is a Monster Hunter film coming. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for it. No, no, no but there I is heard a trailer. Google it, uh, check it on YouTube. It has um, uh, Diabolos and it has Raphalos in the trailer. And they actually, nice. look, the monsters look really good. The story is stupid. Half, halfway through Wasa- watching the trailer, though, do you get like attacked by a bezel geese and you can't watch the <laughs> You don't, but that would be in keeping with the spirit of Monster Hunter. It just swoops in and kills everyone. Um, <laughs> so it's by, it's by Wes Anderson, the guy who did the original Resident Evil for um, films, which obviously then means that Mila Jovovich's in it because she's his wife and she's in every film he does. Hence why she's in Resident Evil. She's also in Monster Hunter. <laughs> and, um, and basically, it's about a group of US soldiers who get transported to the world of Monster Hunter and then have to team up with one of the natives of that world to help fight monsters. Stupid premise. Probably going to be a really stupid, sloppy film. But the graphics... Mm. On the monsters look pretty decent. You know, it showed Diablos, he looks like Diablos in the games. Raphalos looks like Raphalos in the games. And if you play the games, you might have a passing interest in it. It's kind of that mindless fun. Um, <clears throat> but 
moves me on to my next upcoming lot, which has been confirmed, and that is that they are rebooting the Resident Evil films in 2021. I know it's a surprise, Costi, but they're is rebooting the Resident Evil. Horror. Are they? <laughs> I know, amazing. right? Amazing. I'd not, I'd not <laughs> heard about that. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they're re- re- <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna make no sense to anyone if you edit the other way out. Um, I'm gonna put it in at the end of the episode for context. In context, yeah, in context, see the end of the episode. Um, a few moments earlier, you do know that they're doing a reboot in 2021, right? Why are you? Oh, which one? Why are you breaking? Why are you breaking the news that I'm literally covering in the oh, same? Are you dumb? Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. So they're doing a complete reboot, which is going to be with new actors and stuff like that, completely start again and then start afresh with that. They're also making a Netflix CGI um, TV series as well, which is going to be, um, I don't know if you ever saw the Resident Evil films, the in-game graphic-y ones, kind of like Final Fantasy Advent Children. They had two Resident Evil films as well, and they're going to make a Netflix series um, based on, I think it's Leon Kennedy and Claire Redfield, and it's going to be canon to the story of Resident Evil. And it's going to be um, an episodic uh, Netflix TV series, which I think would be pretty good. Netflix are putting a lot of money into these animations. So I think that if they do that with the same skill they've done Dragon's Dogma and even Castlevania, I think it will look pretty good. It would be pretty decent to watch. Um, so those are the ones we know are definitely coming. Now, I had a look earlier. There's a lot of ones in potentially coming up. I didn't want to cover all of them, but I thought I'd take a snippet out of the few that I had details on. So... Um, interesting one, Minecraft, they're making a TV, a film of Minecraft. Now, in everything I've seen, it looks like they're making a live-action Minecraft, but I don't know if that's going to be the case. Live-action? If, like if it was something similar to like a Lego movie, that might work. I don't yeah. know what it's going to be. I think it might be animation. I'm hoping it will be. Um, they're making a Division film. Yeah, I can I see that. The story of the Division yeah. makes sense. Yeah, um, Okay. Netflix have come on board and picked Probably up... Probably the best time to record it as well. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> While well, the streets are empty. Um, yeah. Netflix have picked up the rights for Devil May Cry. Oh, that would be a nice one. And they're going to make a Devil May Cry TV series. Hopefully, then, uh, if that goes anything like Castlevania, that's going to be oh, absolutely fucking please sick. Please let it be a cartoon. Please yeah, let it, it is. It is it's animated, yeah. So, oh, I hope it's a prequel set, like in, like, when... <laughs> Dante and Virgil, we are okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, that sounds that sounds Costi, good. Costi's fan thinking it already. <laughs> Dear Netflix, I think you should do it like this. Um, and then two ones I've got more information on: Call of Duty. Um, so the guy who directed the Sicario films has been helm is wanting to helm a Call of Duty movie that hopefully should be coming out in a while. And there's going to be a Rainbow Six film which is going to have Michael B. Jordan in it. Now, the character he plays in it is going to be a prequel to Rainbow Six. And basically, the character in it is going to be the person who sets up Rainbow Six. And going forward, there's going to be multiple films in the universe. So it's actually going to be yeah. like a, 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 a cinematic university like franchise film. And the second film is going to be Rainbow Six. The first film is going to be about the guy who creates Rainbow Six. Okay. It's good actor. So I think if, if some of these films and projects get the correct love and also maybe the correct backing for whether it be a director or, or a star it'll work well i mean to be fair a lot of the times when you look at some of the, the stories in games they are very similar to movie movies it's just that because they're games for some reason we look at them differently like the, the story of 
Rainbow Siege or even Division, which is a perfect one. Division sounds exactly like a Hollywood movie. A group yeah. of team, there's a quarantine zone, there's a mm. just, you know, you can, you can just, I can just imagine it with your usual, I was going to say Steven Seagal, but not Steven Seagal. No, actually, yeah, I could imagine Steven Seagal doing a movie about Division. He'd be the, the thing is, right, you, you say that, but what do you think about the Tomb Raider films? I haven't seen the new one. Well, no one's good. They're um, good. They're good. What about Sonic? What about yeah, Sonic? I like Did you see that? I have not seen that. I'm not going to see that. Which Apparently, one? it wasn't that bad. I, I, I don't want to be put off by any bad performances from Jim Carrey. I love Jim Carrey to bits, and I think he's going to be shit in that film. So I don't want to watch it. Oh, I heard he was good in his Sonic. Yeah. He's, he's genuinely insane in real life. So, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> if Jim Carrey is listening, I apologize. I love you. Yeah. Also, if Jim Carrey is listening, what the fuck are you doing here, mate? <laughs> You've got better <laughs> shit to be doing. And if Jim Carrey is listening, could you, could you, would you mind sharing this, mate? <laughs> Give us a share and a like, Jim. <laughs> Come on, Jim. We're on Twitter, mate. Give us a shout out. Oh, <laughs> we imagine. Um, <laughs> Okay, so that wraps up our little movie um, segment. Probably not a recurring segment, but, you know, fun to change things up just now and again. So, on to our star topic. And this week's star topic is going to be games, popular games that you have not played. Now, I'm going to preface this with popular games, and I'm also going to throw in there that it's kind of pointless putting exclusives on there if we don't own the console that the exclusive is on. <laughs> Obviously, we haven't played yeah. it. Obviously, none of mine are going to be PS exclusives. I don't have a PlayStation. But that being said, guys, what are your picks? I'm going to start with Jose. Tell me what you got. So I, w- I was going to say Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, <laughs> but I, I, don't, I don't own the console, so a little bit bummed uh, about, <laughs> that, that, about that game. Um, that's why I'm quite looking forward to uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising coming out because it's quite similar just so I can get that kind of fix. Um, apart from that one, Bloodborne. So I've got both consoles. I've got the Xbox One X and I've got a PS4. Um, I never played Bloodborne. And that's that's quite up there. And that's quite surprising. Yeah, I didn't not play it just for what it is. I just didn't end up playing it. Um, I play all the other exclusives on the PS, like God of War, Spider-Man, Uncharted, all of them. Um, but just never, never played Bloodborne for some reason. And you could have borrowed it from Costi, really. He I, has could done, yeah. uh, I could have done. I think I've got a digital version, but I could, I could always um, give you my give login. Me. That's Just weird. I'm, I'm sure they went out and say, um, a, what's it called? A, um, it's, it's got to be a game, uh, a game of the month sooner enough or something. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a game to to play out. I mean, like. From software, same as Sekiro, but then again, saying that I think I think Bloodborne is is more suited to like a I'm trying to think gameplay wise um, that would be similar. Uh, God of God of War, maybe that's the only thing yeah. I think kind of similar. Mm. It's, it's not like Dark Souls, and it's it's kind of mm. like where it's as much like Sekiro as Sekiro is like Dark Souls. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. If you put them into three categories, you've got Dark Souls, which is like that medieval RPG style, Sekiro, which is kind of similar, but a bit faster, and then Bloodborne, which is more present day, quick, and way more phonetic. It's not as hold back. So if you think of it, if you look at the two, Sekiro's in between, 
I think Joe, you'd probably enjoy Bloodborne more so than Dark Souls. Mm. Way okay. more. Yeah. I'll have to give it a go one day. <laughs> <That's a> new, <laughs> one day I've got loads I'll of other games list. that I haven't played. <laughs> I'll add it to the PDF I created. Mm. Games I'm never going to play. <laughs> um, what are the other ones? Control. I got it. I think I. I mean, I did technically. I did play it. I played like ten minutes. And then Doesn't I count, then, bitch. Think... Next one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Devil May Cry. Bought it. I haven't opened it yet. Devil May Cry Five. How did you buy um, it? It's on Game Pass. <laughs> I, bu- I bought it, and then fucking two weeks later, it comes out on Game Pass. Gutted. I couldn't even take it back to the shop. They give me a pound for it. What's the fucking point? That's a very good game, by the way. I know. I it. It's really good. I know. So yeah, Devil May Cry Five, Control. I'm wait. I mean, I haven't really played it. I need, I'm waiting for the Series X to jump back on that. Um, they, they've I added guess... some new stuff for it. If they not Control recently, like uh, I feel like I saw some updates recently come out for it. There was an Alan Wake kind of update thing, wasn't there? Hmm. Like I, mean, uh, I feel DLC like I remember bit. watching you playing it, Joe. I'm, I'm sure you like uh, I'm control. Yeah, like playing a bit like yeah, it, like kind five of minutes. Time, yeah, and then that was it. Um, what else? Dishonored. Never really played those. Oh, you've never played, played Dishonored. No. Damn. I haven't played Dishonored. Destiny 2. I haven't played Destiny 2. That's supposed to be better than Destiny right, 1. Joe, so. This was meant to be one game. You're just riding off a fucking list. Man, I've got loads of games <laughs> I haven't played. And That's it's just, your problem. You know what? That's not our... Our okay. listeners don't care. My last one. My last one. Because you two have been last one. Hollow Knight. Yes. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you'd like Hollow Knight. I know, and I've been, me- like I've, <laughs> I've been meaning to jump on it just because it does look like it's up my street. No, no. It's, not, it's, it's not. It's challenging. It's not. There's a diff. There's a difference. It is is hard in places, but it's not like saying just because a game's hard. It's like saying a game's hard. You're not going to like it. Every game is hard. Fucking Call of Duty's hard, and um, no, it's not. It, Watch Dogs is really easy. Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, you know, you know what I mean. I think Joe, Joe, Joe's a type of person who enjoys a good platform, and I think Hollow Knight mixes platforming with um, yeah, a Metroidvania. They Metroidvania, yeah. yeah, Metroidvania. But that's what Orion the Will of the Wisps is as well. But it's just a shit ton harder than those games. I mean, I'm all happy for Joe trying it as long as he records it and we can make money off of his reaction to him getting his <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, man. Go for it. <laughs> it's on Games Pass. You might as well. Like honestly, yeah. actually, might as well. If you've yeah, got, like, on Game yeah, Pass. yeah, that's the thing. It's on Game Pass. So. But it's I've got such a big good. back catalogue of games that I haven't played yet that I yeah, want to jump on. Yeah, as you can tell, because you just listed nine of them and I asked for one. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Costi, please give me one game. <laughs> uh, um, one, two. Remember, uh, it's best game you've not played. So not played. Can... Oh, okay. Uh, let me just uh, let me just go through my. Um... <laughs> Costi, go. Wait, there's those. loads. There's loads of good games. One, second, one second. I, I wanted one. I wanted definitive one. You just yeah, you just don't list. have time. They're all definitive. Um, That's your issue. Okay, okay what I'm gonna do to, to kind of to kind of keep uh, to kind of keep a vein because I do have a definitive one. I do have a definitive one. There was um, there 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 are a couple. There are two games that I did want to uh, play that just. Um, PlayStation ones, which were the Beyond Two Souls and Becoming Human Metroid. Uh, I think that they're, they're like along the same vein of the um, 
the heavy rain games, and I, I kind of want to play those. Mm. And I, I see two Souls was good. Yeah. I played Beyond Two Souls. Yeah. You mean Detroit? Detroit, become human. Metroid, Detroit yeah. become human. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then there's another one before Detroit was Beyond Two Souls, yeah. which was after Heavy Rain. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> both both of them are on. I've got on my on my. Uh, well, no. Um, Metroid uh, Metro is being released. Um, be, um, Metro. Metro. What's it called, Joe? Sorry. Be, be, Detroit Become Human, sorry. Detroit it's, Become Human. Yeah. It is being released um, as part of the November lineup for PS games when you get the PS5, so I'm definitely going to play that. Um, Beyond Two Souls I've also got as part of the PS collection, so they're two games I want to go back and play. But the um, the one game that I do really want to play, um, especially after going through uh, Hollow Knight, which was very well um, regarded by Dean, is, is I think uh, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, I want to play Call of Duty. No, I want to play. I want to play Ori because I have seen Joe play it. And um, the thing that kind of made me go on to Hollow Knight, as opposed to Ori, was like watching a freaking list of top ten Souls like games, and they said Hollow Knight was a Souls like, and I was like, it's a Souls like. I was like, let me give that a go. If that had yeah. been Ori on there, me, but no, that is a game because obviously same companies, like you're saying, the second one, you can. Um, you can see the changes they've made based upon Hollow Knight. Just be a yeah. really cool game mm. to play. Um, Joe's gone on about it for ages. Um, but for good reason. I have seen him play it. For I saw him play the original. I saw him play the new one. It does look like a really cool game. It looks nice. Um, I, I like that kind of art style. Um, the story-wise. Game, and it plays really, really well as well. Uh, they're amazing games. I think for story-wise, you have to play the first one, then the second. You have to do the first one and then the second one, yeah. Of that's only for story, because the gameplay is completely different. Second game has got completely different... Like, it's just, It is literally... You play the first game, then you play Hollow Knight, then you play the second game, and you realise why the second game is like it is. Okay. But like the system, they've got like a charms-based... Similar charms, like systems of charms. He has a sword in the second one, which he never has in the first, and... That's very much like the nail from Hollow Knight. So, mm-hmm. amazing game, though. How long is the first one compared to the second one? They're both about the same length. I think about eight hours. I think. Yeah, something like that. Oh, okay. So it's not it's not as much because that's the one thing that is stopping me is because obviously with Hollow Knight, it's massive. I, 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 yeah, I think I've put in about maybe fifty hours. Yeah. Just Hollow Knight. <laughs> yeah. And it's <laughs> wait again. Let's wait until we see Joe's reaction to Hollow Knight. And he's like, yeah. stop, you're stop buying it. Yeah. Um, no, it's easy. I saw someone speed run it in 40 minutes. Yeah, no, easy. you can do, but I just mean like <laughs> you go around doing everything, getting every charm, doing the side missions, doing the um, the coliseums and stuff. That's what I mean. It's like, I, I like right now, I'm currently holding off playing anything because I know I'm going to be playing something in a week or two and I don't want to start something and not be with the added it. content. Hollow Knight is bigger than Ori because Ori hasn't got that added content. And Hollow Knight is massive. Not honestly huge. The game's mad. It's, it's got a brilliant map the way it's <laughs> And there's so many bosses in it because Ori doesn't have many bosses. Even the second one not doesn't. Not that many, yeah. And the bosses in Ori are just, you kind of run away from them. There isn't really much Some of them, yeah, they're like boss scenes. Yeah, they're like uh, dynamic events. Oh. <laughs> and um, whereas in Hollow Knight, as you know, Costi, it's literally fighting people yeah <laughs> walks to the wall fighting people um so i think that's what elongates the time as well because they've got a lot of really well made boss battles and they're all over the place so yeah, yeah. ori is worth watching it's funny how joe loves ori and that's costi's pick and costi loves hollow knight and that's joe's pick yeah <laughs> i like yeah. that 
It's cute. You should get married. You are basically there. If you weren't brothers, you'd be lovers. Um, <laughs> okay, so I suppose that leads it to me. Um, my big game, and it's not even just, okay, so this takes it to another level, I suppose, because I know I said Joe can only give one game. I have an entire franchise that I've never played a single game of, yeah. which yeah. has been, I think everyone knows this by now, especially along amongst our friendship group, but maybe not in the world, but I have never played a Mass Effect game ever <laughs> in my mm. entire life. And I don't know why. I, see, I, have no, I have no real excuse for not. I love RPGs. I love sci-fi games. Um, I love sinking tons of time into games, but I've never played a Mass Effect <laughs> game. And I don't know why. There's been three of them and not once have I been thinking, I should pick that up. But I, you know what? Um, a few weeks back, you said, oh, I can't wait to play Mass Effect on the Series X because yes. it's, you know, it's going to run good. And what have they done? They've just announced the Legacy Edition, which is out in spring 2021 <laughs> for the next-gen <laughs> consoles with 4K graphics, 60 frames per second, and all of the DLC and it's all free games. So basically, spring onwards, don't fucking talk to me. I'm going to be playing Mass Effect for the first time. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm shocked. It came out in 2007, the first game came out. I don't, know yeah. what the fuck I, I don't know what I was doing in 2007, which stopped me from playing Mass Effect. I don't Probably think I was... I wasn't busy. I can tell you that now. <laughs> well, I played it. Me and Robert played it. I know you did. I think Costi's played them too, haven't you? Yeah, I played one. See, he's played more Mass Effect than me. That's a bad sign. Because Mass Effect's the one where the, the third one sucked, right? Yeah. Or is it the, yeah. 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 And the fourth yeah. one, one was, was great. Two terrible. was okay. Three was shit. <laughs> so, yeah, Mass Effect. I'm looking forward to the Legendary Edition. It literally just got announced the Legendary Edition's, Legendary edition's coming out. So, I will definitely pick that up. I'll definitely give it a so play. You're going you're you're to hold out for that now? I might as well. I have a feeling it might be on Witcher 3 anyway, so... Exactly. Um, After, well, after Cyberpunk 2077, Witcher 3 is my next game. And then Red Dead 2. So I still have quite a few to play through, but... Yeah, I need to finish Red Dead 2 as well. I'm waiting for my Series X and then I'm going to... Yeah, yeah, so I've been been waiting ages (laughs) to play anything new except for Watch Dogs Legions that we're playing now. Yeah. Um, Everything else is just going to be... Well... (laughs) It comes on a week. It comes out after the weekend. It comes out in two days, three days, yep. three days. So, um, but yeah. So Mass Effect. I need to play it. I will play it eventually. I'm surprised I never have. And I think Robert is always so upset with me because I've never played it because I know he likes yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So I will definitely check it out. Uh, I suppose I'll try and update everyone to my progress with regards to whether I am actually going to check it out when it comes to spring twenty. <laughs> 21 but <laughs> yeah look out for that update <laughs> <laughs> check out our twitter guys for uh, the update on whether i actually played the game or not uh, and with enough peer pressure i definitely fucking will i'm hoping it'll be on ea access probably will be too yeah, honest. It will, will too. And then i don't have to pay for it so even better um so yeah mass effect the entire franchise one of the best <laughs> rpgs ever made by bioware Never played it <laughs> for a second. <laughs> okay, guys, so that wraps up our start top for this week. Um, hope you guys have enjoyed listening to us ramble on about games we have not played, especially Joe. Um, so, guys, do you have anything to plug before we wrap up? Uh, yeah, I'd like to plug new videos on YouTube. I've added some boss fights 
for Sekiro as well as the Gauntlets, as well as doing a breakdown of Sekiro, uh, discussing some of my favourite bosses. I attempted to use my best talking voice. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, yeah, you can check that out right now on Raven Gaming UK YouTube channel. But yeah, also, also on that channel, you can um, see me and Guilty Gray's review of Watch Dogs Legions on the Xbox and Xbox One X. So, uh, yeah, that's just been uploaded. Uh, go ahead and check that out. Okay, guys, go check out those videos and support us over there on our YouTube channel. Um, and, of course, if you want to support us, please head over to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are Raven Gaming UK on all of those. You should be able to find us there. Give us a like, give us a follow, send us some messages, let us know what you think, because we're always looking for the feedback of our community to help try and grow it and make it better. Anything you suggestion would be great to hear. Uh, thank you for listening. Come back next week when we'll be discussing more news, rumors, reviews. This time next week, me and G.I. Jose will have our Series X's. So imagine that's going to be a big part of next week's episode. Um, but until then, thank you for Raven Gaming. Thank you for myself, Guilty Grey. Goodbye, my colleague, King Costi. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And say goodbye, Jose. Goodbye, Jose. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Should <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what I was going to do if, if we were going to do Robert's um, style of intro? Should I tell you what we were going to do? What I was going to do? Go on then. So I was going to do this. <laughs> They're two both unrelated, but I thought, fuck it, might as well. Um, <clears throat> so introducing my teammates for today, a guy who can only really be described in the game of Warzone as similar to Krillin in Dragon Ball Super, <laughs> King Costi. <laughs> um, and a guy who's broken so many control pads, he's on Scuff's most wanted list. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. Oh, yeah. My other one for Costi was going to be a guy whose reaction speeds are so slow, he's actually registered for a disabled card. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I wasn't sure which one to go for. You guys do have a passion for shit films. What was that film you put on the other time when I was at yours, Joe? And I fell asleep. Oh. Oh, I love it. I love putting on shitty old like action films. Yeah, come on now, come on now. The tagline for that movie was the greatest tagline I've ever heard. They didn't just cross the border, cross the line. Come on now, and it has Stone Cold Steve Austin and Steven Seagal in the front of it. That was it, yeah, Steven Seagal. Come on. They oh, didn't just cross the, the border, bro. They crossed the line. <laughs> the line. They crossed the you fucking got, line. You gotta have some love for shit films, just to put on and just enjoy yeah. for what it is, you know. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs>